0: Month ahead. It is so powerful, and you'll get to meet those like minded people All you have to do is DM me the word MANIFEST on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients, and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning, and purpose in your life. Welcome to episode 19. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but obviously the theme of this podcast is that I would... Do an episode where it's just me talking at you, and then um the next episode would be a guest and I alternate back and forward. I've kind of broke that pattern this week um because the guest that I was gonna have on has COVID, so we have planned to record at a later date. So maybe now that I've broke the pattern, then there won't be any pattern anymore, and I'll just do them ad hoc and have guests on as and when I have them. Anyway. Back to the content. I have pulled something up today that at first I thought was a topic that was super obvious that I almost didn't need to state. However, it's something that when I'm on a consultation call with a a potential new client, it's something we talk about and it resonates really deeply with them, even if they didn't know it was obvious. So, the thing that I'm talking about is thinking about what we listen to, what we surround ourselves with and how that affects our mood, okay? When we are in a positive state, Okay, so let me go to the science bit and then I want to talk to you about surrounding yourself with positive information versus what we may have grown up with. You may know this already in terms of thinking positively. It's one of those things you get stuck in the cycle. It's it's a lovely cycle if you can get onto it and, and, and onto that road because once you start thinking positively, then our brains naturally produce feel-good chemicals like serotonin and dopamine, which in turn decreases the cortisol that your brain produces, which we'll come on to in a second, and naturally makes you feel good. You know, those chemicals will go into the prefrontal cortex and they will immediately help you to feel calm and relaxed. And when we are calm and relaxed, we can focus more. We can become more creative. We have a can-do attitude. We're always looking at, you know, where the problems are to be solved. We don't kind of hit a wall and beat ourselves up. We start to really think about what we can do and we get excited. Yeah, that's what positivity does. Positivity breeds positivity, just like you would imagine negativity breeds negativity. You know, when we are in a negative bias. The brain actually draws metabolic energy away from your prefrontal cortex and with these negative thoughts, our brain cannot perform at high levels, okay? Hence why you then start to feel like you've got no energy. You feel like you can't even concentrate. So then you start procrastinating and then overwhelm comes in and it's just this awful cycle that feels never-ending and then what happens is when you're in that state for a long period of time your brain produces more cortisol and what that does is it's that chemical that wants to get you to focus on what might happen so it gets you ready for the protection mode let's give a really good example of this if you were in a cave when you were back in a caveman era every time you stepped out of your cave you would potentially face danger so it was fantastic back then because we had to be wired for what was potentially coming around the corner because you could have been attacked by a big beast you were a hunter-gatherer so your job was to leave that cave find food for your family and come back. And you had to be in fear of danger all the time. So therefore that chemical that was produced actually served you. Okay. Now in the current climate, you know, it may serve you if you are driving your car and you kind of see some sort of danger ahead of you, it would make you kind of preempt, You know, you can see cars putting their brakes on. It would make you kind of realise that you needed to slow down. Like it gets you into that protection mode, so it triggers something so that you then produce an action which stops you from entering into danger. That seems obvious. That seems like a natural reaction, doesn't it? But if you're stuck in that kind of, cycle then what happens is is you're always in protection mode so even when something good happens you can't celebrate it because you fear something bad's going to happen so like for example a client who's just started working with me when they got engaged they didn't want to tell anyone because of fear of what's if it goes wrong so that's kind of where this really starts to hinder our life experiences because we can't even be happy when something good happens so you stay in what I like to call amber okay you're neither happy nor sad when something bad happens you go straight to red and you're now in high anxiety low mood when something good happens you go to green but that's really uncomfortable for you to be in green you're not used to being happy for a long period of time so you go straight back to amber and you're just in this kind of negative bias zone all the time and it's really really hard it's low mood it's low energy we self-sabotage in that state. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to get out of this, but let's go back to, if you're my age, I'm 41. And if you are around my age, then looking back over, you probably had minimal channels to watch. You didn't really have much of a choice as what was on in the background. Okay. Now my parents definitely were glass half empty people, adorable, absolutely adorable. My parents, but would have, predominantly went to a negative bias on things. So obviously I'm growing up with that conditioning already. And then you've got things like Emmerdale, Coronation Street, EastEnders, Holby City, whatever that stuff was on the table. Neighbours even, Home and Away, right? All of those classic kind of dramas, sitcoms, soaps. There was never anything happy that went on. And if it did, if something happy happened in an episode, you guarantee that it would go straight back to a negative bias in the next one. Because every single character in those soaps needs a storyline to keep their their character in that soap. Uh, so what happens is, is just this cycle of negative stuff happening to people. And it's a really kind of negative view on the world. It makes life look really Hard, It makes life look like, you know, there's no point in getting happy because something bad will happen. You know, like if if one of them decided to buy the old Vic or whatever the pubs was, the Queen Vic rather, you'll guarantee that even though that seemed to be a good thing, something bad would have happened straight afterwards. And that keeps you in that cycle. And so if you've got, you know, parents who've maybe got a negative bias, then you've got this TV that's got a negative bias. Your view on the world is already captured now. So my view on the world was, God, life's tough. That's just the way it is. You know, if something good happens. Don't get excited because something bad's going to follow. Always be in that protection mode. And it's a really negative way to go in adulthood. And if somebody doesn't do the work with you, and luckily I had that work done with me in my mid-20s, you'll just presume that's the way life is always going to be. It's always going to be a struggle. It's always going to be hard. And then naturally, your chemicals that you're producing support that theory. And everything is tough. Everything is a slog fest, okay? Okay. And it's only if you found a book that really resonated, you've had therapy, or if you didn't grow up with parents who were in that negative mindset, will you even have a chance of coming out of it? Okay. The reason why this is important right now is because obviously the news is pretty bleak. You know, I definitely choose what I consume now. Um, that's not to say I'm blind by what goes on in the world. I will, you know, definitely keep people who are struggling in my thoughts, but it's not necessarily my view on the world that life is horrifically hard and it's going to be horrifically hard for me. Because if I did think like that all the time, as soon as something happened something negative or a challenge that I might come across, it's going to send me spiraling in and going, oh my god, why does life have to be tough? Why does this have to be this way? And it will just confirm whatever limit and beliefs I've got in my head. And it'll send me further into that red traffic light. So what I choose to do is stay in the green traffic light. And that green traffic light for me is my comfort zone now. It's my happiness. It is my positivity. It is how I release happy chemicals. It is what I surround myself with. But it's also then in turn of how I feel about myself. Because if I am naturally in that green state then I am thinking positively things are easier because even when, you know, life isn't perfect for me, like it isn't for anyone, but I'm much able to deal with, like better to deal with that and more capable of dealing with that. Whatever hiccups kind of come up, whatever things that happen in my life, I am much more capable to deal with that. And what I would say is, think about what it is you consume. I would struggle to consume anything that might be negative in terms of a Netflix series that's about like, you know, uh horrors or those Harlan Coben ones that were really big recently. And I did watch one of them, but it just it didn't make us feel good. You know, people were getting attacked and murdered and I'm not going to walk away watching something like that naturally feeling good. Versus watching something that's funny or light-hearted that would naturally make me feel good inside. So it's it's really kind of being mindful of what I choose to watch because I have control over that now. Whereas I felt like I didn't when I was younger because that was all there was and that was, was on in the background every single night. I can choose what podcasts I consume at work. If I'm running out of podcasts, I can jump on YouTube and just have um, like positive YouTube videos in the background. Like I love the Abraham Hicks workshops. If you've never watched any of those, or listened listen to any of those. I love consuming those and I get so many aha kind of moments resonating from listening to those. So again thinking about what you consume but also thinking about the people you surround yourself with as well. And then thinking about what do you talk about? Like what topics are you talking about with your friends? Are you in the positive bias or the negative bias? And it's not easy. I'm not saying now that you know this and you've got this realization of maybe you were brought up with a negative bias and now you've been conditioned and it's easy just to then click your fingers and and, and move it in, in the, the positive state. It's not. It's going to take some conscious thinking. It's going to take you to be really conscious of what you consume, but also what your thoughts are on a daily basis okay now because your chemicals that you produce when you are in that negative state are causing low mood low energy there's got to be some kind of ways for you to be able to disconnect from thought and one of those things that I highly recommend to my clients is to write stuff down okay think about what you're consuming how you're feeling What thought is kind of consuming you that feels tough, that feels like you can't cope with? If you write it down, it's much easier, A, to disconnect from the thought, but B, to problem solve it. So that is definitely a a way to, to do that. I think focus on the outcome you want, okay? When we are in resistance, when we are struggling with the thing that we really want, we go against it every time when we go into that negative bias place if you are focusing on the outcomes you want you start to look for solutions you start to feel good because you're living it and you can see it and you can feel it and you can imagine how it's going to be for you when you get that positive thing that you want in your life so, if you're already doing that vis- visualization technique of imagining how it would look like when you have the thing that you want, you're already starting to feel good and you'll start to release those chemicals naturally. You know, that's another way of doing it. But you could be happy now. You know, gratitude is a really really big one for being able to get into a positive bias you know and I've definitely talked about this before you don't need to have money in the bank or certain boxes ticked in your life to be grateful you could be grateful that you know the sun is shining today like god how much has that changed everyone's mood in the last week or so and I pray that when this podcast comes out on Tuesday that we've still got a bit of sunshine that you haven't then gone yeah Jude but it's raining outside today and if it is if it is raining outside today then be thankful that you are tucked up somewhere warm yeah that you're able to have food in the fridge you know if, if somebody messages you checking in on you or asking you to go out for a coffee then lean into the gratitude of that there are always things to be grateful for the summary of this podcast episode is is to be looking at where you sit, okay? If you were in the traffic light theory that I use are you in amber or do you sit predominantly in green and if you are in amber you really need to start thinking about how do you get at that green positivity bias because once you're in it you know you're you're in it you're in it for a good long time and you can go back to it so much more easily than and stay in it rather than going back to that amber stage which which is like that uncomfortable comfort zone so think about how you're going to get to green what's going to take you to the positive bias what ingredients do you need to stay in green and what would pull you back to amber what information would you consume what daily actions would you be taking that would keep you in amber versus stuff that would get you to green i'm not saying it's easy but it is absolutely doable thank you so much for listening to the unbreakable mindset podcast with me your host jude don't if you have enjoyed this episode then please do share with others and it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate review follow and subscribe on your podcast app this will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences and if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly please visit doodontcoaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes Okay, you're deep in the jungle, hanging with a friendly jaguar. Or how about in outer space playing the bass? Let your imagination run wild with the new generative AI tools in Adobe Photoshop. Create anything you can dream up just by typing a text prompt. Treehouse in your jungle? Unicorn in your spaceship? Just type it. This changes everything. Hit the banner or go to Photoshop.com and try it for free.